Welcome back into the third episode of Hawks Talk this season, your source for everything about the Upper Valley Night Hawks. As always, Ian Binky, Kiana Stocks with you. And this week, we are joined by the newly minted pitching coach for the Upper Valley Night Hawks and Noah Boffman. Noah, how you doing? Oh, I'm great. How are y'all? Doing great. Doing, doing great. Okay, so kind of give us some background on you, Noah. Like, you're a new face this season. We're excited to have you. So tell us about yourself. We kind of, everyone's waiting to hear about you. Yeah, absolutely. So like you guys said, I'm Noah Boffman. I'm from a little town just south of Nashville, Tennessee called Franklin. Um, I just graduated from MTSU last year. So I went to Middle Tennessee State, was there the last four years, had a great time. And now I'm the graduate assistant at Bryan College. But as far as the baseball side of things go, so I played for my high school team, Centennial High School. I played under my dad. And then college rolled around I was like oh, I'm done I'm hanging it up but once I got to college I got into coaching and it was a complete and total game changer I started doing uh I did travel ball and then my junior year I started working for the MTSU team as a student manager so the last two years I've been doing that and just kind of working my way up slowly but surely so how'd you get into baseball you kind of said that you started in high school but did you start earlier in that how did that oh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. So my dad, my dad was a high school baseball coach for about 20 years. And so I've been around the game forever, forever. I mean, I was born in June. And so, you know, right after football season, it was baseball time. So it was one of those things where being in the dugout growing up, I started playing at like five and then moving on up from there. I started umpiring at 13 and started coaching at 18. So it was one of those where I've been around the game my entire life and I don't plan on leaving it anytime soon either. That decision to step away from playing the game, it's never an easy one to make, but what was that process like for you? Um, It was one of those things where like, you know, it was, it's that classic story of, Oh, don't worry. Like I had offers like I did, but it was one of those where I was, I was actually pursuing a broadcasting career and I got the coaching bug about halfway through my broadcasting career. And I was like, I'm hooked. Cause it was one of those where I was like, all right, I'm going to hang it up. I'm going to go be in the press box. Like I'm going to call the games. It's going to be a great time. And then I was sitting there watching the games and I was like, uh, I need to get back on the field. I need to be in the dirt. I need to be with a rake in my hands. I need to be hitting fungos, throwing BP, whatever it is. Like I, I can't just sit up here in the press box. It started going crazy. So shout out to you guys. Cause I don't know how you'd still do it, but I, I missed it too much and I got right back on the field and haven't looked back since. I know. I feel you. It's so hard being away from the sport you grew up playing. I played volleyball. So whenever I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, I would just do anything to like put my shoes back on and just like my sweaty jersey on again and just like have that sense back. So I don't blame you for going back. So that's really cool that you did that. Yeah, for for myself, uh, kind of same thing, but I didn't go back on the field. It's uh I find it that I can relay the information to the audience, to the fans. And uh, I, I feel like that's where I'm better suited than being down on the field. Uh, career was a little bit of a disaster playing, but hey, what can you do? <laughs> hey, it happens. It happens. I'm in the same boat. I'm pretty sure I have the worst batting average in all of Centennial High School history. So it was one of those where, you know, you can't, if you can't do, you teach. And if you can't play, you coach. So it's one of those things. That's how I look at it. I have a very analytical driven mind and I look at it I look at the game a lot different because when you're on the bench that's just what happens man that's actually funny because so we talked to Matt about you we talked to Matt pause about you 
-hmm. and we kind of just wanted to get to know you a little bit more. So he said that you're really techie. So can you kind of talk to us about that a little bit? I know you're a young face. You kind of know the game a little bit better than some of these old folks might, but can you just walk us through that? Yeah. So the past two years, I've been really fortunate to get my hands on a lot of things. Like I was listening to y'all's episode or last week or whenever it was talking about the new stuff you have with Synergy and everything. So that was one thing I got really big on at my time at MTSU was, you know, diving in the Synergy, looking at all the analytics that it has on there, the different camera angles, whatever it has, whatever have you, you know, get diving into that. I got to work with a uh, blast motion. So it's a little sensor you put on your bat. It tracks everything. So that was really fun to look at. And then Rapsodo and TrackMan are stuff that, you know, things that if you don't know what they are, it's a whole bunch of a lot of analytical mumbo jumbo where it, it's a lot of fun if you're able to sit down and kind of break it down. So being around all this, all the technology is a great thing. And I, you know, I love it. It's just another way to learn, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I think Upper Valley, at least in the NECBL, we are the cutting edge of using analytics to, to really help the players get to that next level. And I think you'll really help to bring a lot of the, the a lot of the pitchers, a lot of the players just period uh, up to where they want to be heading into the following season here. But you mentioned to us just before we joined the call that uh, despite all the snow in Tennessee, Brian just about to get underway. Um, and I, you know, the Northeast has been slammed with snow these last couple of weeks. You think you're going to be able to play? Oh, man, I hope so. Like That's that's the other thing. Besides the analytical stuff, I'm a big fan of field work. I am like it's it's weird, but I don't feel comfortable unless I'm I'm in the dirt doing my thing. So, you know, hopefully I'll be able to get it ready to go. I mean, we got a great staff here at Brian, so I, I have a feeling we might get ready to go. It just depends on what it's going. I've never seen this. I've lived in Tennessee my whole life. And I've never seen snow like this before. So it's it's really tripping me out. Right. But I think I think we'll be able to go. If not, we're gonna get some warm weather here soon. So it'll be it'll be nice. So what are you guys doing when it's snowing outside? Sorry, I'm not really sure. No, like, you're, you're doing. like, are you guys working out? Yeah, uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking so at film. Yeah, no. So what we've been doing is you know, the first day we really couldn't do anything because the snow came and it was ice and, you know, it's a lot of hills and back roads out here because it's a tiny, tiny town. But it's one of those where, you know, once we were able to get up in the weight room, we've been hitting the weight room hard. Um, we've got we've got like an outdoor indoor facility. It's like a shed, but it's got heaters in it. So it's really nice. So we've been hitting in there. Um, yesterday, we shoveled off all the snow on the plate and the mound and in the bullpen so we could get out there and actually just, you know, be outside. It was a little chilly. And then when your socks get wet, it's no more fun, but it was, it was, it was really cool to get outside and be able to do it. And then the day, you know, we're back in the weight room and back in the facility again. So it's, you know, you gotta be creative when you, when you don't have a lot of resources, you gotta be really creative. So it's been, it's been interesting. Like I said, never seen anything like this, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, it reminds me of my freshman year of high school baseball tryouts when it was teetering on the edge of of freezing. I remember uh, actually doing the pitching tryouts. I was a catcher uh, coming up. So doing the tryouts, had to go inside to the gym to do like the pitching and throwing from the artificial mounds in there. It was it was an interesting experience. Yeah, no, being in being indoors can drive you crazy but you know that's why i was very thankful we could get outside yesterday but 
you know, being inside is not always the fun thing to do. So you mentioned, you know, spending most of your life in Tennessee. What's one thing you're looking forward to most living in the Upper Valley in Vermont, New Hampshire for a couple months? You know, just the new experience. Uh, I don't have very much experience in the East Coast or in, in the Upper Valley or the Northeast or anything like that. I think the furthest Northeast I've been is maybe like Cooperstown, New York. So this is going to be a brand new experience for me. And I, I can't wait. I I mean, I was talking to this guy today and he said I need to check out Lulu's or something or some oh, Italian it's a, place. It's a new one to me, but I'll have to try that out, too. Yeah, I, whenever we get up there, we'll go because there's a guy that lives in my complex. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm from Vermont. I was like, wow, OK, here we go. Let's let's see. But he was like, yeah, oh, you're over there. And uh, he was like, you got you're not too far from I think it was Lulu's was it was called it's some Italian restaurant. Sounds good. Take his advice. So we'll see what happens when we get up there. But man, I can't wait. I can't wait. And it looks like we're going to have to get our way over there and go try it and see if that recommendation is a real thing or not. Yeah. I could be mispronouncing, but it was, I think it was like Lulu's, Lulu's, something <laughs> like that. So I don't care. I'm a big fan of Italian food. So whatever, whatever oh, yeah. it is, let's go for sure. Oh yeah. It'll be a good time. I'm excited too. So what has your coaching experience been like? Can you kind of walk us through that? I think if I'm wrong or if I'm correct, um, you coached summer ball last season, right? Or last year? So last summer I had the, I had the pleasure to be in the Midland Redskins organization. It's this big, like travel ball organization based out of Ohio. It's like the, you ever heard of the Connie Mac world series? I think it's out there in New Mexico, maybe, but it's like this, like for high school travel ball, it's like the Mecca, like it's the biggest summer ball tournament you can play in. So that that organization bought out one of the little organizations I was coaching in Tennessee. So I was able to be a part of that. I've worked for the California Baseball Academy and then another one called uh, Showcase. It's a small branch out of Nashville. So so last summer I wasn't in college ball, but I was coaching travel ball with my dad. And that was a great experience. It's definitely you know, awesome. And you mentioned your dad, uh, he coached high school ball for you said about 20 years. So what were some big things that you picked up from him and what are some things that you do differently? So when I first got in the coaching, I wanted to be just like my dad. And when I first got in the coaching, my dad was very hard nosed. Like it is my way. Like, this is how we do things. You're going to play the game as hard as you can and the right way. And he was very stern about it and everything like that. However, that was after I left high school. And then the years after I left high school, he realized that like, Hey, you just got to let him play. And so that was one thing that recently we have talked about a lot is like, Hey, the umpires are going to suck. So don't get mad at them. Like you can't, you can't control everything that happens. Like, yeah, you can get onto them at practice, but in the games, that's their thing. Let them do their thing. So kind of being able to watch him change from this very like, you know, loud, hot headed guy to where I thought that's what I had to do when I got into coaches to now being more like, you know, asking players opinions, making sure, you know, you just let them do their thing. Like you, you, there's a thing called overcoaching and that's a big deal and you don't want to do that. So being, having the ability to let your players play, that's one thing I picked up from my dad. And I think the other thing is kind of what we talked about being indoors. Both of us can't stand that. So whenever we had inside practice, both of us were not in a good mood. That's for sure. 
Um, as far as things I would do differently, I don't know, man. He he towards the end of his career, he he finally figured it out. He said he's still learning. So obviously, like I call him if I have any problems or anything like that, or I, I need advice, but he's kind of let me kind of do my own thing the last two years when we've been coaching together. But I think I think just being able to see how he's changed in his career has kind of impacted me in my career too. You know what I'm saying? So what are you planning on bringing? I think it sounds like you're going to probably bring that energy out to us now. So what else are you planning on bringing to the team this year? What do you have to offer? Man, I'm just excited to get up there. As far as what I'm bringing, you know, I mean, other than the basic entry, like knowledge of the game, trying to, but it's, it's one of those things too. It's like, I'm pretty sure I'm probably going to be the youngest coach in the entire league. And so being able to relate with with the players is one of those things where not able, not everyone's able to do that. Like, I'm like, dude, I was in your shoes probably not even two years ago. Like, there might be some guys that are even older than me, you know, and that's something that I've experienced here at Brian, too, is like, you know, I'm coaching guys that are older than me. And that's never been something I've ever had to do before because I've been coaching high school guys for the last four years. And so it's one of those things where being able to relate to them. And just kind of being that that younger guy that they can go to, I think I think that would be the biggest thing that I'm bringing. But along with that, like my experience with TrackMan or Rapsodo or Synergy or Blast Motion or whatever whatever we have to offer, just being able to kind of understand that, help the guys understand that too. I think that would be a big thing as well. With you being a younger guy, one of the big things that you might know uh, from playing is the long bus rides, especially whenever we go to. You know, Martha's Vineyard, that also comes with a ferry ride. Uh, but can we expect you to get in on some of the uh, the bus antics? Uh, you know, you, I got to try and keep it professional as much as I want. I mean, I'm a I'm a high energy guy and I can be talked into getting a, getting in a game of uh, oh, what's what are the what are the games they play on the bus? You know, Mafia is a big one. Oh, Moff. Yeah, no, if, if we're playing Moff, I could possibly be tempted in getting in on that. That's for sure. That's for sure. But, you know, whatever, whatever the, whatever the other coaches want me to be doing, if it's, it just depends. But, you know, being a younger guy, yeah, I could be tempted to do it for sure. I know we're going to have a good time. I'm excited for those long bus, bus rides together, guys. We're going to be going through it, going on the ferries. So yeah, it's going to, it's going to be a fun one. And the fishing boat coming back. Can't forget about that one. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Fishing boat coming back. I'm not sure <laughs> if you know about that, Noah, but. <laughs> that, that one's on. That one's at night, isn't it? <laughs> when we come we back. take the. Yeah, for Vineyard, we take the ferry there. You know, it's real nice. But then coming back, you you get the uh, the fishing boat, which is it, it's an experience in itself. And hopefully this year, the uh, the bus actually meets us in the right place coming back. We don't have to wait half an hour for the for the bus to find us. Hey, that's college baseball, baby. You know, you got to be prepared for anything to go wrong because, you know, if the second you're not prepared, you're, you're, you're out of luck, man. So that's one thing I've realized in the last three years coaching college baseball is, hey, always be prepared for something to go wrong because it might. And when it does, you don't want to be unprepared. So one last question for you. I mean, you know, you already said, you know, looking forward to some of the, uh, some of the restaurants and everything, but uh, just, one thing that, uh, you know, maybe that you've had previewed about summer ball uh, and then coming up to the NECBL, kind of a different level, uh, what are you looking forward to? Uh, I think just the competition in general. You know, this is a really, really good league and being around really, really good players, you know, ultimately is going to make you a better coach. And so for me personally, 
that's what I'm trying to do. I want to learn, I want to help, and I want to win. And so those are the those are the big three things looking going into this summer that I'm looking forward to doing. You know, I hope we have a good summer. I I know we'll have a good summer. So I just I can't wait to see, you know, everyone coming out to the park, the guys having a good time, us winning ball games, everyone's happy, right? So that's that's I think that's the biggest thing. Once again, that is the pitching coach of the Upper Valley Nighthawks, Noah Boffman. Noah, thanks for so much for hopping on the uh, podcast, talking with us. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. I can't wait to get up there with y'all. So that is a wrap on this episode of Hawks Talk. Be sure to tune in for our next episode coming up soon. But in the meantime, for Kiana Stocks, my name is Ian Binky. We'll see you around. Season just around the corner. Hope to see you soon.